0: Him out. I did point
1: him out. Abby Jane. Kevin
0: John. <laughs> Easy people. If you recall, we were at the beach and I came back and I said I'd seen Bob Andy at the bar.
1: You, you would say that you saw him. Okay, not
0: I seen saw him. Bob Andy at the bar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this one's going to be fun. <laughs> Wait, let's just go with... All right. Ah yeah <laughs> how's that that's better
0: yeah For I ja.
2: like Rob Ford. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get through this whole song Let's just start, let's just start the show This is a new ending Tinny, though There it ends like that now, eh? It's a new theme song. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, we recorded last week. Oh shit. That's loud. Well, let's turn that down. That's more like it. We we're, we're going to Jamaica this week at the Dutch Hall. It's episode 9 and we are here in the Dutch Hall with uh Abby and Kevin Van Dyke. They were uh just by coincidence Uh, Booked a vacation the same time as us at the resort next to us in Jamaica. So we we just got back a week ago, thought we would go to Jamaica today. Thanks for coming, guys.
0: Uh, No problem, Pete. Thanks for having us. Glad to be
1: here, Pete.
2: I I like the fact I got a little bit of you guys fighting at the beginning. So you didn't know you were on the air?
1: <laughs> oh shit, were we <laughs> that, on the air then?
2: <laughs> yeah, oh. I put it on at the beginning, just the ending of the fight. <laughs> Nothing bad was said, I don't think.
0: Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks for giving us the heads up.
2: <laughs> well, the beginning of the show, when you listen to it, it's going to sound like a real clusterfuck, I think. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we were lucky enough because we were going to Jamaica. The Jamaicans have such a... Um, is, that, is that noise too, too loud? This ambient noise?
1: It might be a bit much.
2: I thought it reminds us of the late of it the. It does. We'll shut it off then. But I thought that, uh, yeah, that was a bit much, eh? Mm-hmm. It was like I was going insane with all that <laughs> going on behind me. <laughs> this is a lot better. So I thought that when since we were in we had we had a pretty good time in Jamaica, it would be good to come and tell the stories before we forgot about them completely, because it seems like the benefit of that vacation is pretty much all lost, eh? Yeah, big time. You pretty much only get to. Have a benefit of the vacation when you're actually on the vacation, and then by the minute you actually board the, actually get your bag packed to leave, your are all. You know
1: what I said that to Kev actually on our on our shuttle bus ride back to the airport. I said, look at Pete. I thought you looked pretty depressed to be honest. Like you looked really sad
2: when we left. Yeah, and I was.
1: I think you were really down. Oh. I'll shut that off before it
2: bugs us too much. Sorry about that. Yeah, I was depressed that was because I, I had such a good time. I yeah. had a great time down there. It was one of the most fun vacations I think I've had in a long time. And uh, that was my first time in Jamaica. You guys have been how many times to Jamaica?
1: That was our our third time to Jamaica. Yeah. First time to Runaway Bay, though, before we'd been to Negril twice.
2: Negril twice? And that's on the other end where yeah. we were? We yeah. were We were in Runaway Bay, so we...
1: We were closer to Ocho Rios this time.
2: Right, right. About a, about a, but we were still a pretty good drive to Ocho Rios from. Yeah,
1: about 40 minutes, I think, right? 40 minutes Somewhere to Ocho Rios. Yeah. you hour.
2: put your hand right down your pants? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right <laughs> <in>. <laughs> it, it is like Jamaica in here because it's hot as blazes. We had the furnace cranked in the Dutch also. so it's like Jamaica. And we're drinking a little rum punch today. <laughs> this is
1: Rum nice. punch is delicious.
2: <laughs> Just oh, for yeah. the islands.
0: Yeah, like uh, Runaway Bay is an hour and 10 minutes from Montego Bay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the op- going the opposite way, it's about an hour and 10 minutes to Negril. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: And that was, m- so we were, Runaway Bay is a smaller resort area right yeah but then those yeah. Uh, those other ones would have a lot more resorts or bigger resorts or something yeah so we were i was uh, anyways i thought we'd start at the beginning about the beginning of the vacation but well before i get into that let's get the whole uh let's get business done this week and then we'll get into talking about the vacation because there's a lot of good stories i'll give you the teaser um we got a hospital visit <laughs> right yeah <laughs> a sailboat visit and uh what else can we talk about? And and, and, and bad vibes. Yeah. And we had some bad vibes. We did get some right. bad vibes. a couple
1: the, of
2: bad vibes. Those are the teasers. So now we can go into the segment of the show that I like to call uh, Feedback. We got feedback. Oh, it sounds like crap. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's pretty... That was pretty weak.
2: (laughs) I did that. Charters did that. The other one, uh, Ballsy had a nice beatbox one, and I tried to get that one, but in the middle of it, it's all screwed up. The sound got all screwed up somehow. Maybe
1: have a little reggae feedback beat for us this week. Well,
2: I don't play any music, eh? I do have a small steel drum, though. (laughs) That I should have had. We don't have any of that. But today... You
0: remind me of a Jamaican doing a podcast beat. Today?
2: (laughs) Well, I have a lot. I think there was a Jamaican in the family tree. I think if you look back deep enough in the De Dyke family tree, you might find a Jamaican in there.
1: And Kevin has now taken on all of this, yeah. all of that person's traits.
2: Yeah, like my wife had said to me that when because we're Kevin, you you guys you you guys were at the resort next door to us. So we could see a resort from our beach, and. uh the whole time we're having, at least the first part of the week, because you're at the adults-only resort and we're at the family resort. But me and Kevin are behaving pretty much exactly the same at <laughs> yeah. both of our resorts, like carrying on with the uh, mostly with the staff and and with the locals and stuff, eh? Yeah, just like I could care less about seeing a tourist from fucking Buffalo, right? Right.
0: I get to, I get a kick out of it because you get the tourists coming down and every. Uh, Jamaican in the resort acts like they're so happy, and it's like yeah, yeah, I'm on, and respect and and they're giving everybody a you know a fist pound and yeah, yeah. and just the way that people react throughout the week, thinking that like the whole uh, country of Jamaica is so happy like that yeah. all the time, and the people are great. But then when you actually get out of the resort, and it's, it's not that happy, you know, everybody, <laughs> not everybody on the street is giving
2: the respect. No. <laughs> the bump and stuff, no, I don't right? think there's a lot of that going on.
1: No, I think they drop their hats at the door when they leave work. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and most of them, yeah.
2: But they talk romantically about their life. Like, I talked to lots of guys around the pool, and they told me, like, um, well, the one guy said, next time, don't even bother going to. Um, to to a resort just come to my place you can stay at my (laughs) place it's really nice you can see the ocean from it and he goes my grandma and my mom live there they are great cooks and they're gonna be nice and safe bring your kids he says all you have to pay for is the plane ride then right would you do that i would but i wouldn't my wife and kids wouldn't yeah i would love it i would think that would be great better like go to local beach and just live like you're in really in jamaica rather than at at some sort of like kind of like um fantasy version of it, you know?
0: Yeah. I always wanted to go Barbados and, and uh, just go by myself, but Abby would never let me do that either.
2: Really? Even Barbados? Barbados is mm. considered pretty safe.
1: Kev would really let me go to Barbados by myself, right?
2: I wouldn't let you go, no. Right. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Feedback? Are we doing feedback?
2: Oh, yeah. 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 Fe- feedback. We got feedback. So this week's feedback, it you know, it's a good news. It's a story of uh, last week's show was char- Charter's of 40th, uh, so that was what the feedback was regarding. It was my favorite episode to date. I liked it the best. I gave, I even gave myself a lot of feedback. I started on, on uh, Twitter, and I, you know, I, uh, I, I, I give it the best review. And on iTunes, it's it's listed as the most popular episode. Right? I noticed that. Yes, we yeah. did notice how that. How does that the work? The
1: popularity was. High.
2: I don't understand. I don't understand how well, it works. Well, Kevin
1: worked. said to me. I said that's definitely the most popular. He said, well, that's because it's the most new. Yeah, I never that, said that. It yeah, yeah, you must be. He they... said you you thought it was because it, it was the most recent, so it'd been the most viewed, therefore the most popular, but. The others only had one or two bars, whereas the one with you and charters had
2: yeah, that, that full one popularity had, bars. Yeah, and I so I looked up what that meant and it's it meant uh, it's supposed to be based on the buy rates, like how many do you sell. So I don't know if that's over a period of time, like you said. Like that was what,
1: That's what he thought is because maybe it was the most recent, it'd been the most viewed.
2: But prior to that one coming out, the bottom two, the very first one I did, and then the and then Ryan's Ryan Bush's episode, those were the two most popular. And the other ones were lower, lower rated. And then once the charters one came out, the last one came out, then that one went to full bars, and the other two were, the only the two that are my most popular ones were just at the one bars. So like it was really, uh, it really surprised me that you know what happened there because I look at I can't understand how to read these stats yet. But um, anyhow, this week's episode or this week's uh, feature feedback we got feedback is brought to you by Rhapsody. Uh, For our first sponsor, we got a sponsor. Nice, Pete. Congratulations. Thank you. I actually got two. And the way these sponsors work is not very glamorous. It's just that I let you know about the services that they provide. And then if you go to my website, which now if you go to www.livefromthedutchhall.com, just www.livefromthedutchhall, that will bring you to my website. And on my website, you'll see a banner for Rhapsody. And Rhapsody is the number one premium mu- subscription music service with more than 1 million members who can listen to more than 16 million tracks on more than 70 consumer electronic devices. Geez, they go through stats and numbers, eh? <laughs> Holy mackerel. You sound
0: like a real salesman. Pete. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, who wrote that?
2: <laughs> anyway, they're, uh, what they're saying is they got lots of me- members, lots of music, lots of consumer electronic devices that you can use to play their music. Like Android tablets, MP3 players, and connected TVs, as well as uh, connected audio systems and smartphones, our team of renowned editors help guide members through Rhapsody's catalog spanning 600 genres with original features and content, including videos, playlists, reviews, and radio stations for the effortless listening and discovery. Oh, we! Oui.
0: I think it's almost time to wrap the show. Up <laughs>
2: That is a mouthful. That would probably be my last sponsor too. Holy. <laughs> That's what it is.
0: Uh, bumba So anyways, <laughs> it's a
2: music sir. The other the other one I got is is uh, amazon.com. So if you go on to again life from the dutch hall.com, you'll see the Amazon banner and if you are going to buy something anyways from Amazon, then you might as well go on life from the dutch hall and just click on my banner so that I get a few bucks so I can cover the cost of running the show and we can keep making it every week. So Thank you for listening to that. I know it's not fun for anyone to hear. So feedback, we got feedback. The Most uh, most of the reviews were pretty positive last, last week. The uh, star, the, like, the budding star of last week's episode had to be Adrian Vero. It was a real sleeper. I didn't expect <laughs> it. The guy showed up in a business suit with a rip in the pants and just nailed it out of the park. People really loved him. Uh, actually, one of the guys who loved him the most was actually our very own Haitian Dwarf. The Haitian Dwarf. Now, the Haitian Dwarf this week... I got a little worried about him and uh, it was really late into the week and I still hadn't heard from the Haitian dwarf. And uh, you know, I was worried. I I went to Twitter to find him and uh, I was worried because the average life expectancy for a Haitian dwarf due to my research on it was uh, only 12 years old. So (laughs) it's not very, it's not very promising for Haitian dwarves, you know? So I was worried. Uh, Yeah. Short lifespan for those little guys. So I had, uh, I, 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 I had no luck finding him. but then at the 11th hour, Today, the day like the day of the new, next show, there there comes on uh, iTunes a review from the Haitian dwarf, and uh, I'm gonna have to read it to you. But it touched my heart because I was worried about this little guy, and uh, for him to like after all he's been through this week to still reach out to me and let me know what's going on, I really do appreciate it. And here it is, five stars again for last week. So, again, thanks a lot, Haitian Dwarf. Like, where is it? Can I Let me just plug this in so that I can give the Haitian Dwarf another round of applause because he's just a terrific, uh, a terrific fan of mine. Where is it here? There you go, Haitian Dwarf. This is for you. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. Good stuff. You deserve it, buddy. You deserve everything about it. Five stars for last week. And Haitian Dwarf says the voodoo doll. And remember the week before he mentioned the voodoo doll that he was making of Ken to avenge my Wikipedia injustice. Well, the voodoo doll got lodged somewhere and I spent a few days in the emergency room. Sorry about the late review, but I was quite passionate about making sure Ken suffered. So I assume what the Haitian Dwarfs telling me with that wow. is that he had inserted the doll in his, into his uh, rectum, eh? into his bum. So anyways, you should have Adrian on as a guest. So after that, he tells me that horrible experience he had where he had this lodged uh, Barbie to Ken doll into his bum. <laughs> And then he, then he still manages to give me a nice piece of feedback about Adrian. Would be a great guest to have on. Happy birthday, Rooster. Again, nice one to think of Dave. Jeez. Haitian Dwarf. So, again, nice thanks guy. a lot, Haitian Dwarf. You're my best listener, and I appreciate you giving me the feedback every week. Other feedback I got, I got some feedback from my dad, Willie Van Dyke. And my dad told me, he said, uh, that when we were talking at the beginning of the show about Doc... Rivers, I called him, I called him Mike Bo Doc Rivers, and then I called him Doc Severin, we figured. My dad says it's Doc Severinson, and he didn't play saxophone. He played the trumpet, and uh, that's what he said, which was, was nice. And then he said uh, the Queens of the Stone Age song that uh, Dave and Mike played was horrible. It was right. just horrible to listen to, <laughs> and I don't think anyone's arguing that. In fact, uh, I did get a, a piece of uh, feedback from the Rooster as well who told me uh, that... He also said next time he would cover a song before he got drunk, right. and he apologized to the Queens of Snow Age for that terrible <laughs> cover that they did. It was his 40th birthday, so yeah. give him some slack.
1: <laughs> yeah. But Bozy gets nothing. Get a free nothing. pass on your
2: Actually, Dave says Bo did his job perfectly. And so it was all it was all charters. Yeah, all charters. Yeah, all charters. So he he wanted to make sure that was clear. It was it was all charters that time. So, anyways, that's feedback. We got feedback. Um, again, guys, if you want to if you want to follow me, if you can follow me on Twitter, it's just Dutch Hall on Twitter. Or you can go email me to give me some more feedback, tell me how we can make the show better. It's live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. And you can visit the website, uh, again, live from the Dutch Hall.com. So uh, thanks again, and let's go back to Jamaica. I wish. <laughs> what?
0: I said, I wish. What do you
2: need? What did it? Oh, I unplugged this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Heads up. Nah, I don't care. So we're back in Jamaica. So I wanted to start from the beginning when we started from the trip. Okay. It was a very a big snowstorm, right? Snowstorm. So I, I blew my back out shoveling snow. And that was the episode with the kids. And we get to the airport. We go the night before to, get, to go to a hotel so, because the roads are bad, right?
0: Yeah, there was yeah. a bad
1: storm. Yeah. So Kev said, we better book a hotel. So I, I booked a hotel and I didn't really look at the price. I just thought. You know, I'm going to get us a hotel, park and fly. Like, I just wanted to go. And then within an hour, he said, well, we've we got to go to the same hotel Pete's going to. We're at the wrong Hampton. You booked <laughs> the wrong Hampton. <laughs> so he's all panicking within the hour. I said, well, there's no refunds. Like, we, we booked. Like, you can't. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it. I'm fixing it. So he immediately is on the phone, and he's got us into the same hotel as you guys, and we're there. We're good. And he but goes. we didn't see you. We didn't see you till the morning at breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You guys went out that night, did you?
1: Yeah, we went we, out for dinner, yeah, and had a couple of drinks. Yeah. We were and pumped up.
2: So in the morning, it was nice. Uh, we get up, have a nice uh, continental breakfast, right? Get into the shuttle, go to the airport. Everything went off without a hitch, right?
1: Yeah, until we got <laughs> to the airport. Until we got to the airport. <laughs> so... Who's telling this story? <laughs> <laughs> so I, we're, I, no, we're seated, we're seated yeah. at the back. We're seated at the back of the shuttle, which is where we should be. And we've put our luggage on, and everyone's happy, and we're all going to the airport, and everyone's in the good mood. And we get off the shuttle, and we drop people off. Remember, at two terminals before ours, so we're at. And those Epicure ladies, remember those ladies, Pete?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they're horrible. They were
1: awful. They the, all they cared about was Epicure spices, and they were just they. Who talks about that when you're waiting to make Oh, as loud
2: as they can. They want everyone to know every bit about their business, and it's the most boring life I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) It was awful.
2: I was, like, tortured before we got there. It was like, oh, i got to listen to this. Oh, she's terrible. That woman was was terrible.
1: She was awful. So we got rid of her at the first terminal, which was nice, and then we dropped a couple more people off at the next terminal, and then we're at the last terminal. It was just us, the four of you guys and Kevin and I, so the six of us. We're the only ones to get off at the last stop. Yep. So I'm the last person to get off the bus, and there's no luggage left. I assume that either you or Kevin has grabbed my suitcase and all the luggage, and we're all good to go. So you guys go in, and you're going to get checked in. Kevin and I stand outside. We're going to have a cigarette before we go in. we got lots of time. We're not in a hurry. We finish our cigarette, and Kevin turns around to walk into the airport, and he looks back at me and says, Where's your suitcase? And I said, Stop. Like, don't start with the practical jokes now like you have my suitcase pete took it in and he's like no i don't have your suitcase (laughs) so i said yes you do and he's like no i don't no i don't i don't have your suitcase i'm not joking like i'm serious right now so then i i automatically panic mode like I'm I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. And that's what I kept saying. I'm freaking out. I was freaking out. Kevin's like, You need to calm down. I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like I'm a woman. I have like all my bathing suits are that's in all there she everything. Said. I'm freaking out. I was freaking out. <laughs>
2: so
0: you go in
1: the airport and I'm just pacing. I'm pacing. I look at you guys. I remember seeing your face and saying, I don't my suitcase. Like I wanted to just cry to you. And you're like, Oh, like that's too bad. Like, you know, you felt bad, yeah. but you're like, Thank God I have mine. Like you didn't really yeah. care, you know? You're like, I'm going to Jamaica anyway. Yeah. Good luck with that, right? Yeah. Like yeah, I could tell you felt bad, but you really you were like, Oh, I'm no, that's not me yeah so i still kind of thought that it was a joke and you were hiding my suitcase so i did you see me i kind of walked into the area where you guys were and i was looking around and i thought okay like this joke's over well
2: yeah we went to we our experience was we got off the same bus as you and then we walked into the uh we walked into the lineup where you got to check your bags in and we got everything in order and we're like uh looking behind us kind of like wondering we said oh they probably stopped for a cigarette or something like that and then uh we're in there and you're coming looking at me like I got your bag. Right? <laughs> I thought
1: you did. I really did. I thought you did. So then so I'm in panic mode, obviously, and Kev's trying to calm me down. But he's I can tell he's a little panicked, too, because he knows, like, if I don't have my suitcase, then like we're not going. Then like, the trip's then over. The trip's <laughs> over. Like,
2: yeah, I was you know? I, I was remarkably impressed with how together you seemed like. Yeah, like, he
1: was trying to stay calm for me. But at the same time, he's like every couple of steps we took, he's like, did like, did I not tell you to put a bathing suit in your carry on? Do you have anything in your can? Because I do. I got. I, That's if, I, what smart if, I, travelers if I went do. to Jamaica right now, I'd be just fine. I got flip-flops in my bag. I got a change of clothes and a bathing suit. I said, well, you're great, but I and don't have toothbrush. that. Yeah, and I don't have that or my suitcase right now. So let's focus on what's happening.
2: <laughs> yeah. No.
0: So, so if you want to talk about focusing when you're <laughs> freaking out, saying, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out. <laughs> and you called the hotel because you wanted to figure out where your bag was. And the before you even I told the, the hotel, lady, Kev, you is n- because Kev, I <laughs> called
1: the hotel because <laughs> the lady at the hotel would know because the shuttle, if you read the paper, went every twenty minutes. When we text Pete in the morning and said, "What shuttle are you taking?" <laughs> right. So we knew that the, the shuttle would be back at the hotel. So the reason I called was to be sure that my bag yeah, was yeah. not left on the shuttle.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, So sense. once we once Wait. we
1: clarified that, I, I do admit that I did have to triple clarify that. Like, I did call the lady back at the hotel three times to make sure. Saying, she's, maybe... she's like, honey, I'm telling you right now, your bag's not on, on the shuttle. <laughs> and I'm not probably not going to tell you again. Yeah. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, it's black. It probably blends in. Like, it's on there. She's like, it's not on there. So then they send us down to Lost and Found or whatever. So we go downstairs and...
0: As you can see, I get a lot of words in at home. There's, a two,
1: <laughs> there's two bigger guys. but No, one big guy and one scrawny guy behind the desk. And Kev's, Kev's doing the talking because I'm freaking out. You might have out. to get a
2: bit closer or something because you are sound loud in my headphones, but you're not showing up.
1: Okay, so I, uh, I say to the guy, I said, I lost my suitcase. I don't think it's on the shuttle. I've asked three times, and I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's somewhere in this airport. Like, somebody took my bag, and uh, the guy was super calm and, like, just... He didn't. He did. He wasn't sympathetic at all. He was kind of a dank, to be honest. Yeah, he's
2: seen about a zillion of you. Yeah, and like he like he didn't care. It, yeah.
1: yeah, like he didn't really. He didn't care. To yeah, yeah. He just. He pretty much told me, like he gave me a one eight hundred number to call and told me to head through the gate and grab a pair of shorts and a bikini and not don't let it ruin my trip. Right. Right. So I, I wanted to punch him in the face, and I was still freaking out. I kept telling Kevin I was freaking out, and then we walked back upstairs, and I called the the hotel again, and the lady said. He's coming back to the airport now. He's going to be back at the terminal where he dropped you off, and you can ask him if he has your bag. And I said, okay. So we go, we take an elevator back upstairs, and we walk off the elevator, and it was like a miracle. Like the, 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 shuttle bus driver was standing there with my bag and like i wanted i wanted to leave kevin take him with me to jamaica i was so happy i was like instantly in love with him i was like you are the best guy i've ever met so what happened was those epicure ladies took my bag at terminal one realized it wasn't theirs and left it on the curb
2: yeah they said they kept one of them kept when they went past me on the bus kept saying to the bag that was in front of me is this my bag is this my bag is this my bag and it, it wasn't yours but it was another red bag that wasn't hers Obviously obviously but she didn't know what they had, it was clear these people didn't know like pissed from pain about anything like no they didn't their heads are so far up their own asses they like, like anyway that, that was uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i, I want to talk about that because if because you being married to abby is a lot different than me being married to jane because if jane was to like uh if if the same thing was to happen to us the exact same thing jane wouldn't freak out at all but i would like right. i would be going probably bananas like where the bleep did you how did you lose it how'd you leave it like i would be so aggressively angry about the situation that jane wouldn't get a word in at all and she would just sit there and like uh, well up inside with pain until it came out in tears right right? (laughs) that's our family trips and so so when when yours was happening, it was a different dynamic than i was used to seeing because like abby was the one losing it and you're just sitting there and i'm like but you're you're a van dyke so you're gonna be you gotta be the same as me kind of like inside you gotta
0: be like a volcano i was dying inside (laughs) Believe me like the guy at the information desk to
1: me was you're really bad under pressure
0: you are you're really
1: bad under pressure you're bad under pressure (laughs) I'm like, what do you want me to do? When like,
0: you first called the hotel, just to clarify this, you didn't um, say your name or anything. Um, you pretty much just said, where the fuck is my bag? I did not swear. I did not swear at her. Kevin. I did not. Kevin, did not swear at her. You're in pretty much big I did time not swear.
1: Then at another, at <laughs> another moment, he says to me, you really need to be nicer to strangers that don't know anything about your situation. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, after, like, after the fact, he finally says to me, that guy at the Lost and Found was a real dick.
2: <laughs> I'm like,
1: oh, now you say that, and you thought I should just be nice to him.
2: <laughs> well, you didn't.
1: After he told me to grab a pair of shorts and don't let it ruin my trip. <laughs> like, who says that? Well,
0: at, at that time, I was kind of agreeing with him because I really wanted to go, and I didn't want to miss their flight. And um, I didn't really care well, because I was fully already, packed.
1: You were already playing out other... What? Am I even on here? I can't hear y- anything.
2: Oh, did I just fuck you up? Oh, you're two. You're ah. two. Kevin's three. I'm sorry. I screwed that whole thing up. That was all me. Sorry oh. about that, Abby. That's Go okay. ahead.
1: No, I was just saying, like, Kev, he was...
0: That's just a tactic because you've been talking straight for the last ten <laughs> <Yeah>. minutes. <laughs> and we're nowhere close to Jamaica.
1: Whatever. <laughs> and the show's over. If you would have told the story, Kev, you would have made
0: <laughs> Made you feel like an ass.
2: So. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, the, <laughs> you got the bag. That's good news. But you were stressed out.
1: And he was honestly... You were upset for me. You were. You said that that would suck. And you said that the guy was a dink at the last yeah, of I totally Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. See? Well,
2: the... He felt the same way as you, but you can't he have did. two people on the team both going nuts because then nothing no. will go well, right? And he
1: did throw out the option of we could catch a later flight. Like, he wasn't going to send me off with no...
2: I'm going to say, Abby, I'm going on record to believe that if you if if you were calm about the whole thing, like if you... Were, I was
1: pretty calm. No, All no, no, I no, kept no. saying was I was freaking <laughs> just, out.
2: Just let me finish one sentence. <laughs> what, listen to my point, and then you can rebut, okay? Okay. But uh, if you... If uh, you were to be calm, like if you were just to be like stoic about the whole situation, Kevin would have went bananas. Like he would have went, he would have probably went ape shit. Is that pro- is that do you think that's true? Yeah. Because like he would wonder why aren't like why you have no reaction. Like that would be the almost like it would so if I was ba- like
1: whatever, I don't have a bag, whatever, let's just go. Like I'll figure it out. Yeah,
2: like- I think then you would have got something out of him. He would have he would he would have then been the one that went off because it's something. You know, because that would, but you were still wanted it to happen. But you've, he would have been the same way. It would have been just chaos, right? Yeah. So you had to hold yourself in. I was
0: holding it in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but her, so in my case, I, I my my fuse is quicker, so I go on nuts, and Jane doesn't have a chance to go nuts. Right. So she only seems sane because I'm nutty because I went nuts first, right? Right. That's what I believe. My wife could actually be crazy if I held it in, then maybe my wife would be nuts, Right.
0: I think you guys are both nuts. The so both of you here. Yeah,
2: me and Abby are more nuts. Are the more nuts yeah. people? Yeah.
1: Well, I just, I spent a long time packing. I didn't <laughs> want to, that would have really sucked. And it,
0: anyway, we found your bag. Yeah. And then uh, I wanted a stiff drink ASAP because.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it so it's 1030 AM and, and Kev's walking up to every bar in the airport yeah. asking if he can get a drink and he can't. Yeah, I,
2: had I had solutions for him too, but right. then we got m- mixed communications. Yeah, we did. I had the greatest flight ever <laughs> because I had this really sore back and I, a, I discovered a little, a little, um, a baked good that would help me out. So then I had this little one this little bait good I had enough for my buddy kev if you want if you need the same thing <laughs> <laughs> but uh there there were, so i had a i had my bait good and then i i went into through, through security and I had a really enjoyable flight the uh the when the flight uh, you know the beginning where the the can't the you know, the screens come down and they tell you how to put your seatbelt on. Safety
1: and demonstration? Yeah. You I were felt snoring? I, you were <laughs> sleeping <laughs> so soundly through that <laughs> flight. Like, we went back to just be like, hey, what's up? We got a beer. We just ordered a beer. And you're like <laughs> snoring. I've, I've
2: never slept on a flight before. I've never slept. I barely sleep in a bed. Like, I don't sleep at all. And so for me to sleep on a flight is remarkable. So that was just did the trick. Whatever that was did the trick for me. And I woke up with a little wet shoulder well, from my I own felt, drill. I
1: felt bad because, you know, my freaking out and my episode there. And then Kev didn't even get the bait good. And <laughs> then I was i just yeah i felt bad about that the
2: flight video where the guy came on to put the do you remember it it was really really badly done like it was a guy was a real bad actor i was howling laughing through that whole thing (laughs) howling laughing i thought that was hilarious i kept like nudging jane like hey are you watching this are you watching this (laughs) that guy's terrible Oh man, (laughs) he's like the worst actor ever it was a it was a terrible i don't
1: think kev was watching that he was really focused on our male flight attendant he didn't he was uncomfortable with it. You don't like getting Real served
2: funny. by a male
0: uh, flight attendant? No. No, I don't. I, I hate <laughs> male flight attendants, to be yeah, As soon as we again. walked
1: on the plane, Kev's like, damn. I'm like, why? He's like, male flight attendant. <laughs> I'm like, seriously? Star-mage. He's like, I was, I just, I wasn't hoping for that at all. And then on the way home, we had another one. He I'm just, not
2: crazy about male doctors. I won't let a, I won't ever see a male doctor. Like, uh, a ch- my chiropractor, woman. My doctor is a woman. My, uh, who, my is a woman. Very sexy woman, and uh, and then my my Your dentist, hairstylist? my hairstylist is a woman. I wouldn't let a man cut my hair. I go to a barbershop. I think it's, I've only done it maybe once, and I didn't like it. I don't like a man touching my hair. It's weird, and I don't. I definitely won't want him washing it. I don't want him washing my hair. So I, I don't like being touched by a man. That's just the way. That's good thing, to Not even like uh, professionally, but uh, I still have a male dentist, and he's and uh, that's weird to me too. I think if I could have a a female dentist Like I, I don't mind the hygienist Coming and working on my teeth But then when the When the male dentist comes in And has to finger does around he in my mustache? Mouth, he mustache? He doesn't No he doesn't anymore He it's doesn't anymore I'm Nothing against him He's a great dentist Nice guy It's just about having Man fingers in your mouth It's always bothers me A little bit <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't mind it <laughs> Oh shit That's Yeah
2: I remember When I went to a male optometrist My first time ever To an optometrist Was to a male optometrist And uh he was an old man, and, he, and the room got all dark, and he got real close to me, and he started talking softly in the room. I guess it, would, it wouldn't like, make sense. Why do you talk quiet just because the lights are out? Like, the lights are out, but you don't have to talk quiet. Like, you can still talk with a full voice. My optometrist does that to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. She is, a, she is very attractive, I'll tell you. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we go to Jamaica. We get off the plane in Jamaica. I had a great flight, and then uh, we get off, and we have a few beers at the airport. And uh, we are now looking to get on the bus. But we had bought a few beers and put them in like grocery bags full with ice. And then Kevin meets the bus driver. And this is my first time getting to witness Kevin, the Jamaican Whisperer. Right. In action. In <clears throat> Doesn't his, take long. In his native land. In right? his native land. So he goes <laughs> so up true. to him. And I don't know it at the time, but Kevin does this magic handshake with this man. I was unaware of that this, this certain code existed in the country, but I learned this later on in the trip.
1: I think you mastered it more than Kevin <laughs> by the end of the trip.
2: I know it was great. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we meet this guy, and then we end up. Uh, Kevin's making fast friends with him, and I'm watching like a student. Eh? I'm am a student. I, Kevin's like, Kevin's like a Jedi master <laughs> to me. Eh? He's like uh, he knows all the secrets and codes, and I know he he speaks the native tongue, and he's going to get me to see things that I wouldn't normally get to see if I went with just like. Uh, my wife and or or joe tourist you know i'm going with the, the whisper in this homeland right so i'm I'm watching so and he's giving me some tips too because when we get half he's saying halfway there we'll be able to pull over and we'll get more beer we'll refill our beer
1: oh yeah a quarter of the way not even halfway
2: yeah this is gonna be a good chance to get to know some of the local salespeople and try to barter and learn some techniques right so kevin taught me a few techniques we get some beer do a bit of bartering and then uh
1: back on the bus and
2: back on the bus right education continues and then we get to the hotel we get dropped off first now i'm on my own right left to try to figure out jamaica just on my own as pete van dyke who's never been and only partially you know only partially trained by the jedi master Whisper, right <laughs> and so we have a great vacation right family vacation you're having yours we're having ours we don't know what's going on over there so what was your beginning like in yours
1: our beginning was great, and we arrived at the resort and uh, got a nice uh, rum punch, welcome cocktail. Mm-hmm. Kev, I mean, I turn around at all times, and Kev's gone. Like, you know, he's met a new friend always, and he's uh, talking to the guy at the front desk who we came to know very well, and he was our buddy, and the security guard at the front, he was another buddy of Kev's, and we uh, we got walked to our room, and, and like you say immediately, Kev... He just has like a way about him. Like all the guys love him, so we get walked to our room. We're last. Yeah, last they love they wanted to. They, I think they wanted to be like the last one. Like we had to be the last room that we were taken to. We had to drop these other people <laughs> off before because they thought they just
2: entertained. Yeah, by you
1: that. want to spend more time with Kev, right? <laughs> so then they take us to our room and we get settled in, and then we're off again. We're out checking out our resort and
2: right, right. You yeah, go to the bar that night, get a, have a drink, couple of drinks. Oh yeah, yeah. first night. Discotheque? Always... Did you get made to the discotheque?
1: Not the first night, I don't think. Did we, we? looked at it? That's about yeah, it. Yeah, we looked at it. I don't think we actually. Uh...
2: I don't think you remember
0: too much after about seven. Yeah.
1: Really <laughs> the first drinks either. are funny. You notice
2: people even halfway through the week, you notice people had just got there and they start drinking at the bar, and they're like, "Oh, they didn't know how strong they're making these things, so right. they got, went too hard," or they're just eager off the. They don't have. A, they're not fighting the yesterday's hangover, so they're just like. Uh, Really gung-ho We had a girl We were playing volleyball And we had a girl from uh, Salem, Mass Salem, Mass She's not a Wiccan She's not a Wiccan She kept saying that. I'm from Salem, Mass I'm not a Wiccan I know you think I'm all a witch She's still just drunk as fuck eh? <laughs> Playing volleyball With my daughter And stuff like that There's like You know There's this All of a sudden This drunk girl From Salem, Mass Comes over And just starts Mouthy drunk <laughs> It was great.
0: (laughs) What was that guy at? uh, We went to this Japanese restaurant. Oh, God. That was absolutely awful. It was like uh, you're sitting in front of where the guy cooks. It was one of the a la carte restaurants. And you're sitting. You have like eight people at your in front of this grill or whatever. (laughs) And uh, we're the last ones to come in there. And I sit down and there's a guy sitting beside me. We're kind of introducing ourselves. And uh, I (laughs) said, hi, I'm Kevin No,
1: no, not at all. We didn't say anything, Kev. You sat down and he looked at you and he goes, Derek Hodge Edmonton <laughs> <laughs> He just looked right at Kev and goes Derek Hodge Edmonton and Kev's kind of like oh okay Hi, I'm Kevin Van Dyke Delhi like you know <laughs> how's it going right so then there was kind of silence for a bit and Kev goes oh Edmonton you follow the Oilers he goes sports that's so boring and kev's like oh fuck and then kev looks at me and goes i'm going for a smoke i said we haven't even had our appetizer yet he's like i'm going for a smoke i hate this guy take I I hate this we guy. left early too yeah we didn't even terrible. wait for dessert kev's like can we deke out of here like i'm out on this dinner with this Derek hodge and
2: well i guess we've just made an enemy Derek hodge from edmonton <laughs> eh? we put it right out there hey eh? derrick oh, yeah. hodge from edmonton <laughs> You're not liked amongst the family. Not,
1: <laughs> yeah. and he was so weird. He did. He didn't smile once, and he was just. He was super awkward. And...
2: Yeah, you suck, Daryl just...
1: Yeah, I want
2: to tell you about our La carte experience too. I got one story, but I I got to get to the your sailboat story first. When he came <laughs> over on a sailboat, so we both had a couple of days in our resorts, and then. Uh, but I, as I said, I could see Kevin and Abby's resort, and uh, and
1: we were keeping in contact, dude. Yeah, we were texting and, and stuff.
2: Yeah. And so we ended up, uh, do you need something? No, I'm good. Okay. Well, we ended up, uh, so anyways, one day I'm just having a day at the pool and uh, at the beach. And all of a sudden there's a commotion. There's a girl approached me on the beach. She says, you know, you're the most famous guy in, in Jamaica right now. And I said, what? And I knew that someone was fucking with me because nobody listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> real let's be real here. Nobody listens to this fucking show. There's like family and friends and a couple of like weirdos in the world that listen to my show. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't I don't get it. I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> so I know she's fucking with me, so and then I'm I looking at her like I'm not buying. I'm what not buying. Did you I'm say not buying. To you. But
1: but you didn't. I have to say you didn't. Wow.
2: think. <laughs> yeah, take it. I'm having a hard time getting Abby settled here.
1: You didn't think that. <laughs> well, um, what did
2: she say to you, Pete? You, you never didn't think said...
1: she was our friend, though, did you? Off the hop? No, she
2: said you're the most famous guy on the resort right now, and I I no I didn't even think about you guys. I, yeah,
1: like by looking at her appearance, you wouldn't have been like, oh, she's with Kevin Ab.
2: No, no, no. It's, it, she was a uh, she was probably about uh, I would say 15 years your senior. Is that is that appropriate? More
1: like, no, children, more so. yeah. She she was exactly my mother's age, so Oh really? Yeah, my mom I think was twenty six when she had me, so twenty five years my senior.
2: Oh twenty five years your senior. I was trying to pay her a compliment. And then uh so
1: <laughs> Kev Kev didn't love her.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, Kev. Uh, Kev anyways, listen. <laughs> you know. Listen, listen. So we we find this girl on the beach and then long story you guys took a sailboat over and it started it's getting a hobby ra- cat. What is it? Yeah. What was it? It's was a hobby Hobbycat. cat. What is that? I don't know. It's like
0: that. a miniature, um, like catamaran. Yeah, yeah, small catamaran. Mini
1: one.
2: Oh yeah. They call hobby cat. And it was rough, right? It was rough seas. It was a choppy,
0: choppy water. It was a
1: choppy ride over. The
2: water was choppy. <laughs> <laughs> so they come over and you got to go through security. And it's like a, it's like a big to do. Like the well, beach it was is a, a buzz big ordeal. Yeah. The beach is a buzz. There's a whole bunch of people coming out to. Yeah,
1: like in suits and like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the head manager and everything was down on the beach and with her paperclip board and she had out like pens and she was trying to like.
2: The and tours. then she said,
1: "Then she said, when we got there, you guys got to stay on the beach and you only have one hour." And yeah. I'm like, "Why is it such a big deal? Like we're <laughs> at the we're at sister resorts, both owned by the same company. Can we not just come in and have a couple beers?" Yeah,
2: that's the way I treated it. In yeah. fact, in fact, my last day when I did go. I went to see you guys on the last day and I, I went to see the security guy who now I've been hanging out with all week. And by this time I've been well educated by the whisperer. And uh, so I was telling him, he goes, do you need a day pass to get into that resort? I said, "Uh, no, I'm just going to pretend I like belong there and then just drink for free, you know? And then he's like, all right. And the cab (laughs) picks me up and takes me. And when I got to your resort,
1: they were fine with it, weren't they? You
2: guys came out, like, yeah, because Kevin and I started doing that thumb-clicking thing <laughs> right, for, at, <laughs> right at the front. So let's go to the – I have to build – I have to introduce the thumb-clicking thing. So you guys get on the sailboat, right? Yeah. It was the same thing at your resort. That's the end of that story anyway. So they, we, we, we get on the – you get on that sailboat. You come over to see me, and uh, Kevin comes to the bar, and there's my bartender, Karen – <laughs> who's who, I, who I, who's really called bob and bob they were listening bob yeah you yeah. really
1: made a point that we had to call him bob
2: no, yeah. no he, i didn't know bob till last day then oh, okay. i figured it was his jamaican nickname they have jamaican nicknames eh? Mm. the ones they call each other from like mm-hmm. growing up like every stage of their life they have a di- different nickname so then they they know who you are by what you call them right right so i found out his old childhood name you know that the people that he grew up with on the you know his neighborhood called him right bob yeah and so anyways uh Karen, you shook his hand and did the click, did the, this thumb thing where they shook hands and kind of did like the, uh, what do you call that? When you, you kind of like take your thumbs together, like you kind of.
0: You just snap your thumbs. And
2: then you, you, you touch thumbs and you snap them, right? You snap them. And if you do it once, that means like, uh, I'm cool. Like I know, the, I know the gig, right? Like we're, I'm cool. And then, uh, and we're cool. And then when you do two. You don't do two. You never do two. No, one guy did two with me because their hands were wet and it slipped. And then I was like, never two, never two. Because that means you're yeah. that you want to have a sexual relations with them, right? Yeah. And that's that. So you don't want that. And so then, but if you do, but if you get past two and you go to three, four, five, six, you never, it never stop. Ends. It never ends, right? Those do it forever and ever. And that's like when you're really happy to see an old friend or <laughs> that sort of thing, right? Yeah. But once you're in on that trick, it's like every time you do it with a new guy, A new Jamaican guy, he's like, how do you know that, right? And then you're kind of like, they treat you different, right? They did. I know it's the whole resort. They treat you different, right? Yeah. And you get better conversations because now they're not giving you the canned, you know, professional, corporate, what their bosses want them to say kind of shit. They're they're actually going to talk to you like regular guys.
0: Yeah, that's what I hate. Like like I was saying before, when you see the people come in there, like tourists, and uh, it's just like. They just give the to me it's just like a whole bullshit scene what's going on, right? Yeah. I, I laugh at it all. Oh because- yeah. yeah. Like I'm behind the scenes and feeding these guys hamburgers and giving them. I go get three beers at a time and give them two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, I want a chicken burger at 1.30 because that's uh, my lunch break. Because I'm coming in with like chicken burgers and wraps
2: and just feeding them. And i would yeah. be
1: like, go to the grill and get me a chicken burger and get one with no tomatoes. I'm like, what was that for? The security guard.
2: Yeah, I know. I did the same thing. Like that's uh, yeah, when because the guy was like, leave a chicken sandwich with a plate on top of it over by that bush over there yeah yeah no problem i'll do that and i I was talking to jane about that today actually and she said well i didn't mind when you were doing that but what i minded was when i was talking to bob my Mm -hmm. bartender and he said to me hey pete can you go over to the buffet and fill up this bowl with ice cream get a bowl of ice cream i need it for a drink i'm making for you know for someone at the bar and i'm like yeah no problem bob i went and got him a bowl of ice cream and gave it so he can make his drink and jane's like well you don't work here they should have got somebody else that worked there to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: like, As that's w- different. Like if it's for their personal <laughs> enjoyment, yeah. that's one thing. Like if it's yeah, but don't their do their lunch, job for but them. But don't get that for them to make a drink for another, <laughs> you know, visitor to the resort.
2: I didn't mind at all. It never even crossed my mind. If I'm it was like, for yeah. your
1: drink, maybe. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what she's saying. Like did it was Bob, for your drink.
0: Did Bob make <laughs> a drink, or did he actually did he eat the ice cream? cream? I thought he ate <laughs> <the> ice cream. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: that's, Which that's is Bob why I wish he would have just told me. So I
1: have to say, when we came to your resort. We did have a lot of fun there when we did that Mr. Universe uh, contest. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, 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 And so Clark, Clark and Carol, our friends yeah. that we brought with us, we met this couple. They're from Sarnia. Oh, they are? They're Canadian? Yeah, they're Canadian. They're from Sarnia. Oh. And uh, they automatically just thought Kevin and I were the greatest, super fun, and they, they wanted to kind of, they kind of were clingy to us, which it was fine. The, they, were, they were a nice couple, but they had kind of a weird story.
2: So well, they were. He was like the resort you stayed at used to be a hedonism. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, Clark had been to a, a hedonism thirteen times before. He, before he'd been to this, Ju- like he used to go to Jamaica for eight weeks a year and stay at at the hedonism resorts.
2: And the hedonism resorts were notorious for like kind of like you know dirt bags, right? Like, right. Or like, like right. And neither he, of them,
1: neither of them had been married. They only got married seven years ago. He
2: would stay there for eight weeks at a time. <laughs> yeah,
1: eight weeks at a time. So they they both got married and wow. like they were so they were fifty when they got married. Neither of them had been married previously, neither of them had children, and they both met at 50 in some bar that Carol worked at and got married, and now they're traveling to Jamaica as a couple. Right. So it's a bit different for Clark, right? Like he's I think he's out of his element, right? Cause right? he's he's now at these resorts where he has to like keep his clothes on and you know, like there's no <laughs>
0: go out for dinner. Yeah, I think like Clark was hung like a horse. Yeah, like Kev hey? Well the
1: the first day they came down to the beach he had a bathing suit on and it was it was too small. Like it was it was really too small. Like it had um velcro, but it was pulling apart and oh, kev, yeah. kev said i think that's the beast like wanting to come out you know like I think he's hung like a horse and it's just wanting to unleash itself he's yeah. used to he's he doesn't he hasn't worn a bathing suit in how many years right like he probably pulled this bathing suit out of the archives from then when he was 40 yeah and now he's, it's probably like that in the old fit.
2: mesh that's on the inside you know like that yeah mesh and
1: it's probably all like shrunk. falling apart uh, you know like it's it's yeah yeah and Carol, she was she was eighties. Like she she'd come out in these bikinis and Kev would be like, Oh shit. Like here she comes and like they were like rainbow striped and like she kind of looked like rainbow bright and she would she had scrunchies, she wore scrunchies and she was really worried about her what her hair looked like on the beach. Well, I hope and these
0: people listen to this podcast because you're a real <laughs> asshole. Oh,
1: but you can say this stuff behind their back and then be I like did not. Sure, we'll go out for dinner with you guys. You did too. I said that Clark was hung like a horse, and yeah. you said Carol was annoying and 80s. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. <laughs> I'm being honest, though, am I not? No, Kev. No. Kev. Anyhow, right?
2: All right. You know what? Love you, Kev. When those guys came over, <laughs> you, when those Clark. guys came over, there was a lady that was one of the people that were like the local beach, like the the local uh, beach vendors. You know, the people that you when you go off the resort, they're just the ones trying to like get you to, you know, the hustlers that are trying to sell oh, yeah. you their wares. She's one of them, but they let them be- on the resort one day a week or whatever. And she was selling her wares on that uh, beach. And when Clark was his name, was that? Cl- yeah, Clark. When Clark came up, she came to me and she was like, she came over to me and like grabbed my shirt because she saw that we were talking. And she's like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? I know she that thought she guy. She knew him. Yeah, she knew that guy. She's like, I know him. And I'm, it's because he's spent eight weeks there or whatever you said. Cause he's, cl- he's Clark. I bet you Clark yeah, a little... act,
1: you act, You're acting like you've seen his dink before. Like you don't know what? that. You 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 like automatically assuming he's hung like a horse. I was just making jokes. No, the one day we went out for dinner with them, and he told us that he masturbated three times before noon. Who Clark did? Clark. He told us that at dinner.
0: He might have told you that.
1: No, On you were sitting right there. You might have been too stoned to remember. But I you know, don't know. Yeah, and then and then Carol's like, yeah, I asked if I could help the third time, and he re- he's like, it's all right. What? Because they were going for a massage, and he was worried he was going to get a boner during the massage, Listen, so he thought he better up. I don't know how you up. get
0: wrapped up with these people and into these conversations. You were it's right bullshit. there. What did What did Carol tell you about her? her oh, uh,
1: God, yeah. And she told me she's on, like, well, Are hormones. we allowed to tell
0: all this stuff? No. <laughs> what did Carol tell you about her? Come on, you gotta say it. What was she saying? But About what? Um her, her dryness.
1: Oh she told me that like she's been on these like hormones. They're like comparable to her own hormones because she used to be so dry, she was like dry like the Sahara Desert. Like you could not <laughs> even like a, insert the first night meeting thing. her Abby Yeah, comes she's like home, she's I couldn't even get it. She's stuff. like I couldn't even get a tampon in with K without KY jelly. She's like, let alone a cock. And then she just <laughs> She, she yeah, was, like, really opening up. Like, she liked me. Yeah, She yeah. wanted to tell me.
2: And I'm like, <laughs> you betrayed her trust. I think you just <laughs> betrayed her trust. <laughs> I
1: think yeah. so, but I don't feel like... You know how yeah. you
0: invited him over for supper in the summertime? I don't think that's
1: happening. <laughs> I did
0: not. Yes, <laughs> did.
1: No, but she did say that she was dry like the Sahara Desert, and she doesn't know how Clark, you know, like, she feels bad for Clark because he's... He stayed with her and he's put up with it. Well, obviously he's used to jerking off. He did it three times before noon the one day. <laughs> but he uh he put up with it and now she's on these um these hormones okay. and, and okay. It's, no, it's okay. We do we got that
2: yeah. no,
1: but it's it's better now for that. Well, them. that's a
2: good news story. It all Isn't ended it? well. Yeah. I Ooh. thought so too. <laughs> for sure.
1: But they really they were very open about their personal
2: Yeah, yeah. They were. He he can comp- <laughs> he competed in that game. He
1: competed in the contest. Yes,
2: he did. And it, and, uh, I
1: have to say, though, don't you think he was, like, for his age, he looked like he was a pretty decent-looking guy. Yeah, sh- yeah,
2: shit, man. But by the time I get to be—how old is he?
1: He's uh, 58.
2: 58? Yeah, if I was 58 and looked like that, I'd be pretty pleased with yeah, myself. Yeah, I thought
1: know? he looked pretty good.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't find that to be a bad deal. Like, yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of 58-year-old bankers look gross, you know, with a big—you don't know where their gut is mm. and their—you where they're, you know, their belt goes, like, partway through the gut, so there's that, that fat upper penis yeah. area, the fupa. <laughs>
1: The food
0: the food <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I didn't come here to talk about Clark.
2: You came from yeah. Jamaica, Jamaica. Yeah.
1: Like Clark's part of our Jamaican
0: trip. <laughs> Maybe right. yours. I think you love Clark.
1: I don't love Clark.
2: So he, anyways, You're so
1: the one who said he has a big car. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. No more. So I met zero people in my like. Oh, I met a couple. There was like uh, that one in the game, the Frenchman that won under protest. There was a guy from Montreal. They're a real nice couple, actually. Uh, but remember, we were. I was in go- the gold medal contention in that game, that race or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the last guy that went, the Frenchman, or before the he he won.
1: So you were in the lead until. But he But his push
2: ups right? were bullshit. His push ups. Yeah, his push
1: ups weren't actually push ups.
2: Yeah, we had to. What we had to start at the one part of the pool, dive into like a three foot deep pool, and then uh, swim past the bar into the other two foot deep pool, and then swim up to this island and do like push ups over this like fountain and then chug a beer, and that's how you win the contest, right? Kevin was the first guy to go, decided with the underwater technique, which I wouldn't have thought of if I went first. I wouldn't have thought of that, but Kevin thought of it to just dive in and swim underwater without coming up right to the end, and you can make the best time that way. When I saw it, I thought it was genius, and then Kevin gets out, and is very athletic. He gets to the the fountain does his push-ups like nobody's business. stands up and then does this Pete Townsend tilt-a-whirl <laughs> beer thing. Yeah, I think so if that- he
1: wouldn't have done that, you might have <laughs> <laughs> standing and winning. You had to. He has to do that for everybody. Yeah. Flip and his then, beer
2: and then <laughs> chugged and then chugged it. So style points. If they were given style points like those mogul girls in the Winter Olympics, right, where it was not just time but it was also time and style, there would have been no question. You would have won that. Yeah, right? like
1: if there were different categories, like you know, I didn't looks spill a and drop. Time and
2: no, you didn't spill a drop, no, you and you drank. At all, unlike the one guy, especially dumped from, it
1: down his chest. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah,
2: the guy from Brooklyn, yeah, New York. Right whose whose girlfriend we played volleyball with them all week actually and then one day they had a fight the boyfriend and the girlfriend i could tell they weren't saying anything but i was playing volleyball with the girlfriend who is drunk today and i was very happy about it cuz she was sexy she was really really sexy oh i love playing volleyball with this girl And brooklyn brooklyn the guy with the i talked to him one night watching a, a basketball game and I, he's like oh you're watching the you into the miami game i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about i wasn't pay, i didn't wasn't paying attention i was just sitting there and then uh, he goes, um, we talked a bit, and I realized he's kind of a dud. Like, I didn't have much in common with him. And so then, uh, but his girlfriend was just gorgeous. I think she was Russian because she, she had, like, her parents and her aunt there or something, or her mom and her aunt. And Russian girls, when they go on vacation, they always, like, sit in the ocean. You ever see that? They, like, kneel in the wake, and the waves lap up on them, and then they look, try to look sexy, and they take pictures of each other. Right. You see that on vacation ever?
0: Yeah, I've seen it before in Cancun last year.
2: Yeah, it's Russians a lot of times. It's the Russians. I never that that. knew it was the Russians. Or Eastern Bloc. It's an Eastern European thing, I think. And sexy girls, right? When we had to Dominican, there was like, oh, unbelievable. Russian girls are just gorgeous. You know, gorgeous. Anyway, and uh, so this one, uh, what was I saying? Oh, they cheated. So Brooklyn, his girlfriend was the one that was supposed to get us beers for that whole tournament. And when it came his turn, she put the beer right by where he was doing his push-ups so he wouldn't have anywhere to go. Right. And then he chugged his beer real fast got the best time, but was disqualified or had a penalty put on him for just dumping the beer down his chest because he couldn't drink. And really, I'm not saying this is a reflection of the entire country, the United States of America, but it looked bad because he was, I think, (laughs) the only American in that race. There's
0: a lot of Canadians in it, yeah.
2: A lot of Canadians, and he was trying to represent the state. his push-ups were weak. Yeah, he did terrible. It was ashamed for that whole country. It It was really a shame. It was
1: mainly Canadians in the race.
2: Yeah, we had
1: one from brit was there one from britain
2: yeah i think we went from britain
1: and one from the state
2: or Scot- scotland scotland or... you're right yeah, yeah. scotland yeah. yeah there is it anyways uh so i th- i should have won that race the frenchman won it but that's what you were the- close though you were you that's were... the only guy that that uh even gave uh or that i even met i would say that I even like kind of formed any sort of relationship with as a tourist was be that guy the, the funny
0: thing is i was on your resort for about Mm, maybe 10 minutes and i was in the mr universe competition first one up to bat
2: that was my only thing i was ever in the whole week that was
1: the only thing we didn't have that's stuff the only like thing I was, I was like, ever in yeah. that,
0: uh, though. we didn't hang
1: out no the pool. we didn't hang out we were on the beach all week yeah it was the first time on many vacations that we've been on together hey kev that we actually hung out on the beach more
0: but well, we just laid in oh the
2: wait waters. wait we have to get going and abby i gotta we gotta it's getting so late in this podcast and i want to talk about the hospital story and oh, yeah. bad vibes and we haven't talked about either of them okay, so okay. we have to get whiz through these stories quick so bad vibes i'll talk that one first we were lucky enough to have uh conroy and what's the other guy's name teddy teddy <laughs> they're like they work for my cousin through the summertime and uh conroy's a, a cab driver in, in montego bay so he came and picked kevin up one day and they're supposed to come like two thirty. they came at about four thirty, 30 right That's yeah well about. we
1: kept texting we we're like how long are you gonna be 30 minutes and we talked text <coughs> them about 45 minutes later. How long are you going to be? Be there in 30 minutes. Uh,
2: yeah, I was getting... everybody. Everybody educated me about Jamaican time. Yeah. yeah. And so then we... Um, so we went out, and I had met a fellow on the beach uh, who was a Rasta, young Rasta. And I had met him a couple days ago when I did my business with everyone on the beach. Because when I go to Jamaica, I wanted to meet Jamaicans, and I wanted to get to know part of the culture and stuff like that. So I went to see the real... like the. The guys that are the beach vendors, the the hustlers, like the, the kind of like the underbelly of Jamaica, that's who I wanted to meet too. So I went out there, gave him a bunch of cigarettes and uh, bought a few trinkets and stuff, and uh, met this young rasta who was selling weed. And he just and he just wanted to go have a smoke with me. That's all he wanted to do. And I was just interested in the guy. Did because, you
0: supply the cigarette?
2: yeah 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 which
1: aren't you happy they bought those cigarettes at the
2: yeah i gave most of them away because right? i didn't even really want to smoke those cigarettes but i ended up giving most of them away and got good t- conversations from guys exactly you know? they helped yeah yeah it was great so this guy comes down i'm asking him do you want to sit here and, uh, and sell weed on the beach the whole time or like what do you want to do like how long how long do you intend to do this for and he said to me um like i want to run my own business and i said well what are you doing to start your own business you know like are you when you have those ideas where you are sitting around smoking weed on the beach, why don't you, at the end of it all, just say, "And when am I going to do this, and how?" And then figure those things out and do it. And then you'll then you are not going to be sitting around thinking about it; you are actually going to be doing it. And he's like, "Oh, no, you know, I, I don't think anyone's really talk, talked to him like that before." Right. And so then uh, I said, and he goes, "I'd like to go to Canada someday." I Said, "Well, we're meeting with these guys." from who work in canada like the one guy's just as much canadian as is jamaican by now he spends eight months sometimes a year here like or has in the past so uh we we go to the local we they pick um, conroy and them pick me up in my hotel after they picked up kevin and abby and we go to to the local beach place what's it called Flavors. flavors 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 and it was and i had been there before but on the beach i never went up to get drinks and and flavors, I see my young Rasta guy, and we have some drinks and you get really, some local flavor. You were
1: flavor. really excited to introduce us to him too. I like them. Yeah, you wanted to find him and introduce us to him and to Conroy and Teddy.
0: Flavors is like a it was a public uh, beach with a public bar, so yeah. there's lots of tourists and there's lots of locals there.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and what so it, was, it was a different it was a different scene, right? What does it cost for a beer for a Jamaican, and what's the cost of beer for us?
0: Oh, it was, uh, they were—I don't know what they were charging us there.
2: Um, oh, a lot six, more.
0: Six yeah, it was six dollars. Where they probably would be buying for like two dollars.
2: Oh yeah, we're we're getting quite. What do you right. need? Nothing. Uh, Nothing. And then so we, anyway, so we went and did that, and then we were going to go into town. And my guy was from Runaway Bay. We had one guy from Montego Bay and one guy from Nine Miles. So they didn't know the area. So we walked up to. We well, your up, guy
1: knew the area. My guy
2: knew the area because he was from so there. So
1: we said to him after we left Flavors, we want to just go somewhere and have a beer. And he said, yeah, yeah. So he was going to take us. So right. he was kind of telling Conroy where to go.
2: Right. So, so we like, go into the town of Runaway Bay. So we get to see the real town. You can see how the people live. You can see that we went by the grocery store there. There was, you know, it was crowded. The we guys. Were, we he, were
0: in the square. It was the called square. the square. Yeah, the square.
2: Oh, that's what that was? The yeah. square?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Out of Runaway Bay.
2: And, uh. The guys were kinda nervous. I thought those guys were kind of nervous, like Conroy.
0: Yeah, they were they were nervous for sure.
2: And my guy's telling them where to park and everything and they don't like the I fact that I have to that... say
1: I don't think Teddy was as nervous as Conroy.
2: Yeah, Conroy was
1: Conroy really seemed on edge.
2: Yeah. He yeah. wasn't comfortable. It was his vehicle, too. Right? Mm-hmm. Like He didn't want the cab to get.
1: And and it really wasn't his bar. vehicle. He borrowed it. It's just to, like to you going to...
0: two hours out of, out of your town and, yeah, yeah. and yeah, trying like to he, show somebody yeah. something you don't know.
1: And he kept saying, you know, I wish you guys were in, in Montego Bay. I wish you were in Mo Bay. I wish I could show you my area. Like He's comfortable with that. He's He wanted to take us to a place where he was comfortable. And, yeah,
2: yeah. If and we like, if, yeah if we would have spent the whole day with him, yeah, that would yeah, have been different. For so. sure. But we didn't, so we went into this place, and then we went and parked the car, and then we had to go up to, the, we got up to the point where... Which
1: we need to make a point about how the car didn't reverse. Remember that? <laughs> like oh, the yeah. car wouldn't go in reverse. Yeah, the tire It only drove, <laughs> right? It only drove forward. The parking forward. brake locked up. The parking brake locked up, so when we tried to reverse out of flavors, we had to get pushed out by about four Jamaicans, and then any time we wanted, like, we couldn't go in reverse. Yeah,
2: let's go forward. Had to we keep, could only go forward. We did big Do, Doing big loops all the time. <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, we went up to find this bar, and and uh, we couldn't. So it was because we went up to the point where there was no more people, and it was kind of like this back alley kind of place. And uh, Conroy started getting some bad vibes, because mostly because Abby was with us, we didn't want to risk her, her getting hurt or anything like that. So uh we went to this bar where nobody was yeah. <laughs> and uh that was the safest place they could find for us they're like we wanted you to see jamaica but we don't want you to be in any danger at all like they want to take such good care of us so anyways we really i really appreciate that but the last night when i went over and to finish the story i was starting before i went over to kevin abbs resort and i get to their their resort and uh, me and kev see each other and right away we're like Mud Raz, you know, <laughs> hey, boy, you know, and we start do the handshake thing and start clicking thumbs and we're clicking forever. And I'm, I, we have both been drinking the entire day. So <laughs> we're not feeling any pain at this point in time or at least, uh, you know, which
1: I have to say, boy, by the way, you're not supposed to say boy. Did I
2: say it right now? Well, you
1: just said it. And I have to tell you, the one day we were on the beach and <laughs> and Kev, Kev knows his lingo and he knows his guys down in Jamaica. And the one day I said something to one of the guys I said, yeah, boy. And Kev, after he walked away, Kev, Kev goes, ab. You don't call him boy. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why? He's like, you just don't. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know. Like, I hear you guys talk no, all the yeah. – you know, and, like, I'd had a few drinks. And I was yeah. like, yeah, boy, you know. And
2: Jane tried one time. The whole entire week she sees me clicking. She, and Jane's at the pool, and we're talking to this one guy. We've been having a good laugh with him. And then he goes uh, – he's like, uh, Jane leaves, and the guy done us a favor. So he, Jane goes, respect, right? And then <laughs> and I just start laughing at her because Jane says – respect? They go, really? Respect? She goes, ah, I, I tried one thing the entire week. <laughs> I know, one that's thing.
1: the thing. I did it too. Kev's like, babe, you don't say boy. You say like mon or you know, like brother or like boss. Kev calls them all boss. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Everybody's boss. I'm like but I didn't know, I just said boy, and I got in shit. The for general, that. the general, yeah, the too. general, yeah. You guys are the general, the captain. You guys are.
0: Conroy was the general. Conroy, he was was Conroy. Yeah, yeah. Conroy was. Yeah, when
2: they have the respect general. for somebody or some guys like kind of like the run in the shop, they yeah. always call him the general, eh? <clears throat> general.
1: But I'm glad you text that night, Pete, to come over to our resort. I'm glad you did that because you got to meet our friends from England. They were awesome, eh?
2: Yeah, and Mike th- and Jocelyn. And that guy from England, I, I heard that guy from England had visited. uh An adult establishment with some. uh,
1: Yes, maybe like the second (laughs) night we got there. Kev's like, I'm gonna put you to bed, and then he comes back to the room, and I said, What are you doing? I'm just grabbing more smokes, and then in the morning, we end up meeting back up with this couple we met from England, and they're like, Oh oh my god, like you guys ended up over at the Peelers, and I'm like, I'm like, I said to Kev, what? He's like, Oh, and like he had like fucking dementia all week. He didn't remember anything. He did. I had to remind him. Myself of what he did the first day The Uh, second day, the third day So I said to him, you went across the road You left the resort and you left me in the room And he's like well, we went with a guy from the bar, and he just said he was going to take us for a beer, and we went over to the Kitty Cat or wherever you went across the street. It was a fine establishment. <laughs> a fine establishment where there was one girl just stripping down in her bra in the back corner. And
0: Nick, Nick and I are in, like, the streets of Jamaica. At, like,
1: and Nick's full-on British. Yeah, like, uh, 3
0: o'clock in the morning, and we look at each other, and I say, Hey, Nick, I don't think they really suggest this on TripAdvisor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah because when uh, i
2: came up to visit you you guys were like uh i were bugging the bartender about how horrible that place was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then he's and he's like we got good strip clubs too he (laughs) goes it's just that you i brought you to the truck stop yeah it was a truck stop all right (laughs) i have
1: to say i'm super happy we met that couple though because the last night where we ran into our big catastrophe which uh i mean pete came over to our resort that was awesome i'm glad you came we went up to our favorite bar, which is the Sunset Bar. But mm-hmm. once that closes at midnight, I mean, you're S.O.L. You either have to go to the piano bar or the disco. Yeah. Which, remember that night it was pouring rain? Yep. Yeah. So we left, and I was with Jocelyn, the uh, the English girl, and we had to take a quick wee, as she calls it. <laughs> so we went to the bathroom to take a quick wee and uh, left you guys there. And uh, you guys were at the disco, and I said, come over and meet us in the piano bar. So we went over to the piano bar and ordered a drink, and, I mean, we're there 15 minutes. She goes, what the hell's taking the bloat so long? <laughs> I said, I don't know. So next thing I know, in you guys walk, Kevin is white linen shirt covered in blood. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh my God.
2: I told Kev's bad mom,
1: night for you to come.
2: I told your sister too. I saw your sister at the charter's birthday party on the weekend. And I said, that we really did nothing wrong. We weren't horsed around. Nothing. Of, and I believe of the, it. We I believe were just you guys coming, just being normal. We're just coming down the stairs all carefully, and I almost, I almost it, bit, bit it at the end. And then the British guy almost bit it at the end. And then we turn around to kind of tell of you, course to watch Kevin it, bites it. And then you're already in the air, and you landed terribly. Yeah, you know? it was a bad landing. Yeah. So our this is our this is our reaction. Me and the British guy's reaction to Kevin falling down and splitting his head open and bleeding. We look over, and we're like, ooh. (laughs) And then we go, uh, yeah, you're bleeding. And then we help him up. And Kevin decides, for help for me, he's just going to pinch my shoulder and walk. He's just going to pinch my shoulder and walk beside me. And that's what he wants from me. He just wants to stand beside me and pinch my shoulder. That's as much support as you need from me. And I'm like, this makes perfect sense. I'm just going to help him back. So we bring him up to the... Uh, was it a piano bar? Yeah, it
1: was a piano bar. So you guys walk in and. And,
2: and we drop them off to you.
1: Yeah, and, and Jocelyn, she was very worried and concerned, and as was I. And so I kind of looked at him and I said, What's wrong, babe? So I sat him down and he he, he seemed disoriented, which I mean, yes, we'd been drinking. Right, but right. number two, I mean, he hit his head pretty hard. So I. He was looked, nauseous. He was nauseous and he was. Well, he said he felt dizzy. So I said, We should probably go to the front desk. Well, of course, Kev doesn't want to do that. He just wants to. Get a drink and pretend this didn't happen. And Jocelyn's like, are you kidding? We are going to the desk and we're finding the manager. So I'm like, okay, well, we go down there and they call the manager, which the nurse is off duty at this point. It's one in the morning, right? Right. Call the manager. He comes out. This big guy, you can tell he's got money. He's dressed very nicely. He's got gold rings on. He's, he's, you know, he's looking pretty good. He looks at Kev's head and he pulls out his first aid kit, which has about two band-aids in it. And uh that's about it. Like no gauze, no tape, nothing. This Has is the nothing. hotel. So he's this, he's saying to Kev, "Why don't we go over to the bar? We'll pour some rum on it and we'll have a shot of brandy and call it a night." And, and Jocelyn <laughs> goes, think. "Are you fucking mad? Like we're going to a hospital?" So she's all mad and she's like, "We have to go to the hospital." And Kev, at this point, he doesn't want to, but I think he knows he probably should. So we get the the manager and he pulls up in the in the car, which is the resort's car. You know, a pretty nice Toyota Camry. This right. is the. It's it's nice. It's pimped out, and they bring this other local from the resort that works there with us. So Jocelyn and Kevin and I are in the back, and then we have the manager and this other local guy. Pull up to the hospital, get out, and we walk up with him. And I want to go in with him. Obviously, I'm nervous. I'm worried. Like we're in a foreign area, and he's got a freaking wound on his head. And right, right. get to the door. No, only one person is allowed in with him.
2: Okay, so now then you and I'm
1: with Jocelyn, and I don't want to leave her alone, and she doesn't want to leave me alone, and I'm not leaving her with two black men. So we send in the other local, and there's Jocelyn and I, the English woman, and I left with the manager from the hotel.
2: Oh, who went with
1: you? Who w- went with us, yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah. He was very accommodating and very nice.
2: So then so then now so you Kevin got,
1: and this other Yeah, he's
2: gotta take over. I wanna hear the the whole Yeah,
1: you <sighs> gotta you gotta have Kev yeah. take over here because I did not go inside.
2: <laughs> he right. went inside and Yeah, and I gotta hear that what happened. You,
0: you act like it was traumatizing. It was super
1: traumatizing. <laughs> it was for happy, for just happy. to be outside. <laughs> the, the, the frickin, well. It's gated. He had a
2: concussion and his head was split open.
0: So um <laughs> I'm the guy that had to actually go into this hospital and check <laughs> check that out, and uh, I really appreciate our hospitals here now that I've been in one. Um, it was it was quite quite the like when I when I got in the car, the first thing I asked the driver and the guy that was with us, I said, "Do I need my wallet? Right? Figuring I'm gonna have to pay for something." Right, right no man no man. no it's everything's free everything's gonna be taken care of don't worry about it we're just gonna go get, get you some stitches so we get there and uh we go through a few gates like a gate to get in and with a car and then a gate to get into the door and then another gate yeah <laughs> And then you get in and it's just absolute chaos in there there's just people well it's it's like our hospitals but Ten times worse, and there's
2: not. It's not it very. It was like organized. a jail,
1: Kev. It was like and, uh, a jail. It like,
2: you said, it was like where people look like they go to die.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it is. So I uh, it's
1: like a pallet of I, care. I
0: go in and we go up to the to the front desk there, and, and the guy the guy that was with me said that I cut my head at the resort, and you know I need need to get looked at. So they're like, no, you need your health card, and you need your money, and you need. So it ended up it was going to cost me five hundred and fifty bucks or something. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm good. We'll go back. I didn't have my wallet on me anyway. Right, right. And uh, the guy that came in with me felt terrible because I asked him about yeah, yeah. my wallet. and he's, So he ends up talking to this nurse on the side who they sneak me into the side room. And I'm in this triage room. And... Um, She takes a razor blade, (laughs) just a straight razor blade, and starts cutting my hair around my cut. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And she ends up taking a big flap of my skin off with the razor blade. And I'm like, I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then all of a sudden this... Um, like, schizophrenic lady comes into my room and is asking to use the phone, and I'm in tight quarters, and I'm the only white person in this whole place.
1: Well, didn't you say she came in and asked you guys to do up her bracelet?
0: Yeah, she did that, and then she <laughs> came in and asked to use the phone, and then she came in to ask if she could get a skull tattoo on her neck, and then... She proceeded to wash her face in the corner in the sink and stuff. It was I was shitting my pants. And she, <laughs> and,
1: she told you guys that she was vibes cartel.
0: Yeah, she was an artist. But anyway, um, I was really nervous at this time, and <laughs> I was uh, I couldn't take it anymore because this lady was really aggressive with, uh, like I'm like uh, my wife's a hairdresser and she's in the car. Can you just go grab her um, and then she <laughs> cut my hair? And like, cause they weren't getting it wet. They're like, she's like, "Oh, your hair is very different than ours." I'm like, "Yeah," I know. and she's cut. Like, it was awful experience. And uh, I just had to get out of there, so I called, I, I called, you know, I, I waved the white flag. I said, Okay, I'm done, I gotta go. That's enough of that. So, yeah. I don't think I'd ever go
2: back unless I really had to. Now, then you ended up get, getting back in the cab. Well, and- I
1: just have to say about oh. my experience sitting in the car the whole freaking time, okay? okay? So, you're well, in the cab the entire I'm time, I'm in the cab the whole time, okay. not the cab, the car, yeah, yeah. So, quickly, I walked by the, the windows, there's like a windowed emergency room okay and there's someone laying on every bench in the room and then there's a little girl like a little black girl throwing up on the floor nobody's cleaning it up it was just it was really it was really sad and scary to be honest and I was freaking out and there were homeless people under this shelf they were coughing and hacking and that's where they kept shelter like because they were safe there and that's what this manager told me and I was freaking out and once once I saw that I got really nervous and I went back to the door and I I I said to this Conroy that was with Kevin, get him out of here. Like, let's just go. We'll go get some steri strips at the local pharmacy, and we'll fix him up at, back I'm, at the resort. I'm in
0: this little room, <laughs> and I can hear. I can hear my name being yelled <laughs> from I'm like, Ed, Kevin! Get out here.
1: And Jocelyn, she's freaking out too, but then she's trying to calm me down and she's reminding me of, of It's when like she, the
2: airport. Yeah. yeah. There's a running theme through this.
1: <laughs> yeah, like we were freaking out and I couldn't even have a damn cigarette on the Like I couldn't even have a cigarette. We're on hospital property. I can't even have a cigarette. So we pull once Kevin gets in the car, so he comes back out finally, about thirty minutes later, with Conroy, the guy that went in with him. And Kev's laughing. Oh my God! Conroy met the love of his life in there. Vibes cartel, like they love her. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. They know,
2: they know her. Do they know who no, she is? No, no,
1: they didn't know her. Oh, but yeah. Kev was just hacking on this oh, guy, yeah. saying like that he fell in love with her. But meanwhile, he said Kev, Kev said this guy was like are you fucking psycho? Like, what's your problem? Get out of this room. Like, why are you even in here? Like, get out of here. And he was hacking on this crazy girl that came in the room. Kev said that she just sat there and stared at Kev the whole time he got this procedure done to his head, which was awful. (laughs)
2: She's just fascinated with it. Just
1: fascinated. So then finally, once we get back in the car, we're, we're driving down the road, maybe like two minutes and Kev's like, can we please pull over and have a cigarette? Like, we all need a cigarette and we need to talk this out here. Like, what just happened? Like, Kev was having a hard time processing what just happened in that that hospital room. Yeah, yeah. But I've never seen anything like it. Like, there was... There was people everywhere, like homeless people. Did the cab just- driver
2: not have to pull over two or three times just to, because he was laughing so hard when you guys <laughs> telling me stories on the way back? He
1: was laughing. He was laughing. But I think that his initial fix of pouring rum on Kev's head and giving Kev a shot of Brandy might have been a better fix it than was what way we. Better. But, but kept you got it, a kept it say it. We have a story out of it, and it was one of the funnest nights that we had in Jamaica because we, we did make some major memories that night.
2: Yeah, and that ended up being my ride home. If it wasn't for the you best guys. And part <laughs> the
1: best part was we pulled back up to the resort, and there you are standing there in the lobby, Pete.
2: Yeah, it was perfect because they're telling me I got to sleep there. And I'm like, I don't think I have to. Because my, my answer to my cousin getting brutally <laughs> concussed, was to uh, drink with the British guy uh, and watch you from the window go through that whole ordeal. And the, me and the staff guy, like the Jamaican guy, is going like, hey, Pete. Your uh, cousin's down there. It looks like they're taking him to the hospital, and we're just looking in the window drinking our beer. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just like,
1: stop. <laughs> yeah, it looks stop.
2: like they're d- taking care of that, and it's good that they took care of it. I eh? want to go back to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I'm glad that we introduced you to Nick that night, though. You would you had a great uh, buddy. To, he was a great guy.
2: Oh yeah, I, I got along great with him. We had a, he was a hilarious. Do you remember that one girl, that one couple that came up? they were real awkward looking. Like they were. Um, yeah, they got the engaged. ones that got engaged. Yeah. So oh, the yeah. bar just closed, and these this like very like they're kind of like gelatinous kind of looking couple um like really like opa- like uh like a translucent skin and <laughs> like like they wouldn't take to the sun too easily right and uh they're both not very i think they'd be you know we'd be stretching to give them a 4 yeah. you know both <laughs> oh my god yeah
1: definitely <laughs> and
2: they come up real nice people nothing against them but they come up and they're like uh well um you know can we have a bottle of champagne it's a special and he goes the bar's closed man and they go well it's a special occasion i just proposed to my fiance here and and we're all like hey you know congratulations congratulations and he the guy to his credit says i'll take you downstairs and set you up with a bottle something right and uh the british guy goes like i don't think he needs any more to drink he's had quite enough (laughs) he's already making bad decisions (laughs) <laughs> I was like, there's going to be some horrible, horrible looking sex in about an hour. You know, it's going to be something that nobody wants to see as <laughs> a mean joke to end it with. eh? but uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a great to have you guys. I want to thank you guys both for coming. It was great that we were able to work out a vacation where we could help each other out. Uh, thank you very much for, um, for being my guest today. And the last person I want to thank. Is my well I wanna thank my listeners for listening again. I hope to, I l- hope you come back next week. And last guys, thank you, Ja. See you next week from Life from the Judge Hall This is Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you, Ja.
0: Ja. <laughs> ja, ja. 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 You really uh you don't really hold back the talk. <laughs> You, make my day. you talk so much
1: You asked me to talk did you not bother way here <laughs> I don't feel like talking you do all the time wow.
0: You make my day I so much. You're going to listen to this You make courageous She can talk one hour straight nonstop. stop Are we going to listen to this beat? Leaving my children in the rain